Hey everybody, welcome back to Explain Like I'm Five, the podcast where we take the questions you always wanted to ask and talk about them in a way that's easy to understand. We are your hosts, I'm Tim. And I'm Kevin. So Kevin, today we're talking about carbon fiber. And here's a quick question to start. What makes carbon fiber stronger, but lighter than steel? Well, Tim, it's all about that carbon, specifically those carbon to carbon bonds. They are much stronger than the metallic bonds that hold metal atoms together. You know, there's a lot of energy in these bonds, and that's why things like coal and natural gas make such good combustion fuels. And I use the word stronger to generalize and get us started, but that's just one of the advantages of carbon fiber as a material, correct? Exactly. They are great for so many reasons. They have high stiffness, uh, really high tensile strength, a very low weight to strength ratio, um, a high chemical resistance, a high temperature tolerance, and also low thermal expansion. So all of these properties help make carbon fiber very popular in things like aerospace, uh, civil engineering, military use, and motorsports even, uh, along with some other competition sports. So we'll talk about the sporting applications in just a second, but first, can we explain what exactly carbon fiber is? Of course. So carbon fiber are, you know, fibers uh, that are about five to 10 micrometers in diameter and composed mostly of carbon atoms. Carbon fibers are usually combined with some other materials to form a composite. And when permeated with something like a plastic resin and then baked, it forms these carbon fiber reinforced polymers. Uh, and so that's what typically people refer to as carbon fiber. So why is carbon fiber often used uh, in sporting goods when you have a, an object which you're trying to hit with a stick? Oh yes, that comes back to the fact that carbon fiber has great strength to weight ratio. Since uh, carbon fiber is just layers of carbon sheets you know, bonded with epoxy, the manufacturer could tailor the object to be much stiffer, stronger, and flexible uh, where it is required. So when people say carbon fiber in this context, they really mean carbon fiber reinforced uh, polymers or CFRP as we described. So CFRP also has some you know, great energy transfer properties too. That's why they're widely used in sports equipment such as in squash, tennis, and badminton rackets, uh, high quality arrow shafts, hockey sticks, fishing rods, surfboards, bicycles, and rolling shells. You'll find this all over the place. Uh, and let's also not forget amputee athletes such as uh, Johnny Peacock use carbon fiber blades for running. Mm. So, so the, the ice skating application is, uh, is interesting as a case study. Uh, the amount of energy right, that your foot uh, can transfer to the ice greatly differs by the materials between your actual feet and the actual ice. So using one full piece of uh, carbon skates has led to actually much higher levels of efficiency. I'd love to understand that a little bit more. So it is important to be uh, extra stiff in some directions, but also flexible in others. You, you could possibly explain like I'm five for this one. Okay, sure. Uh, there's actually a great car analogy for this one. You know, uh, a sports car, right? It has uh, these tighter, shorter suspension than a normal car. Uh, that means it's stiffer, which is really good for traction, but kind of bad for comfort. So a carbon fiber one piece skate will have near zero flexibility uh, or deformation. Uh, this means that any energy you transfer to, to it will be transferred right through it, so not absorbed by it, right? Um, whereas a metal composite has uh, plenty of vectors for flexing and deformation. 
This is, uh, uh, if you think about it, wasted energy as it's not being directed where you want to go, uh, but it will be more comfortable. So your carbon fiber skate is like your sports car. It's hard, stiff, you know, built to put all that power down to the ground and get you moving. Uh, but you're also gonna feel every single pebble on that road uh, or every crack uh, in that ice. I like that analogy. Um, now, another question is, what's the difference between fiberglass and carbon fiber? The two often get confused. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Uh, so what we commonly call fiberglass is really a composite of glass fibers and a plastic resin. Uh, and what we commonly call carbon fiber is a, carbon, a composite of graphite molecules and a plastic resin. You know, fibers made of carbon are also more expensive than glass fibers. Um, in detail, fiberglass is pieces of molten glass they are pulled into really long, thin strands. And then using resin, which for our purpose is a very strong glue, the strands are all bonded together in what is usually a kind of like a haphazard crisscross way, very similar to particle board. And its strength comes from the fact that force upon it is distributed along the entire fiber. And that's because, you know, there's no seams or grain really, so it lacks a structural weak point and can more or less maintain the same strength throughout, a very useful property. Mm. And now another material that often gets lumped in together with carbon fiber is Kevlar. Uh, so what's the difference between Kevlar and carbon fiber? Oh yes, that's also a good one. Um, Kevlar is actually a plant-based fiber that has been given some special treatments that make it super strong on its own. Now, most people think of the uh, bullet stopping power when it comes to Kevlar, uh, and that actually comes from the weaving of the fibers to kind of distribute the energy of the incoming bullet. Um, it's also less brittle than carbon fiber, so it's better for these type of applications. So when people say more expensive uh, with respect to carbon fiber, how much more uh, is carbon fiber than, say, steel? Oh, well, you know, in a comparison between steel and carbon fiber materials for, let's say, automotive pur purposes, carbon fiber may be 10 or 12 times more expensive. However, this cost premium has actually come down over the past decade from estimates of, like, 35 times more expensive than steel back in the early 2000s. Wow, that is expensive. Did you learn something new? If you did, send us an email. We are at eli5thepodcast at gmail.com. We love hearing from you, especially when you've got suggestions for future topics. As always, thanks to the community at r slash explain like I'm five. We will see you all next week.